Hello and welcome to Open All Ours after a weekend where we all never felt more like singing the blues. I'm Chris Charles and I'm pleased to announce the return of not one but two podcast legends. Chris Mendes. Hello, that's a very kind introduction. And Paul Finney. Do you know what? I was speaking to Clive and Saolo. I was speaking to Clive on Saturday at the pub and he said that someone on his message board compared me to QPR's Cole Pinkington. I was QPR's Cole Pinkerton. I don't know, I, Cole, that's why I said it's really. Uh, and I, I, if anyone knows Cole, can I just apologise for that? Because I've never watched this show, but I presume it's bad. And I just wanted to apologise to Cole for that. And Clive, on, be ashamed. The, is that the fellow who does the idiot abroad and all that yeah, thing? I think he's good. It's funny. He's made a lot of money. I wish there was a, a quid behind him. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, yes. The screaming fucking hyena. Paul Hull. Hull, that's it. You might as well, you might as well just carry on from there. It's quite funny. With no prodding whatsoever, yeah. carry on. Okay. Uh, and our great leader, I'm afraid, is otherwise engaged tonight, but stepping into the breach, we have fellow QPR fan, Paul Hull. Good evening. Good What's his middle name, Chris? Not bad, guess. Not bad, okay. What is it? Robert. Robert, yeah, same same. Uh, okay, I get that. Um, okay, before we get stuck in, a couple of parish notices. You, you can follow us on Twitter at QPR Pod and Facebook at the QPR Podcast. <laughs> I think the the the, uh, the sponsor stuff comes in at the beginning, doesn't it? But thanks to them anyway, and I'm sure Paul will join us in that. Oh, absolutely! Uh, it's not the florist anymore. Oh, no, the florist is fine. Oh, okay. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> they were, but it's yeah, somebody else now. Blooming marvelous. I don't know who it is. Uh, seriously, Chris, <laughs> you've got Chris. You've turned up a lovely haircut. Thanks. Just, just, you just keep just, saying it, worrying me. It is, and um, but I, I, I'd stop the gags. Oh, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave that, to, leave that to Cole. Yeah, we need someone to do it in the absence of David, don't we? Something funny. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, David. Seriously, you you missed really. Yeah. No, I mean last time out, we, I wasn't actually here on the podcast, but we just surrendered to MK Dons. The mood was bleak in, uh, in in the podcast studio, but two home wins out of two games later, and it's a different story, Paul. Um, the, the difference is two words: Clint Hill. Clint That's Hill. Clean, clean sheet. Clint Hill. Seriously, two clean I'm not being funny. When he came on on Tuesday. And it looked like he'd done his, his hamstring to me. It was like everyone else was on the ground. You kind of think, oh, God, he hasn't played for long enough. And it's just, he's a leader. There's nothing more and nothing less than that. The man is a natural-born leader who just organises so well. And got, he, he's raised everyone's game 20%. I mean, what a great image that was of Valley Fallen before we played that lot for Middlesex and Saturday, gearing everyone up um, for the big day out. God bless him. Um, <laughs> They were lovely, weren't they? Nice to see Brentford fans so happy when they left the ground. Well, they actually, actually, I didn't actually see any Brentford. That was a weird thing. I saw them in the ground, but I didn't really see that many before or after. My mate's got a theory there's a tunnel. Um, <laughs> because you don't actually see any Brentford until you get in the ground. Yeah, yeah. But then someone, a friend of mine said today that um, they did a great impersonation of blue seats at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the game. <laughs> so, but listen, it's good because the team's playing within itself again. We always knew, didn't we, 
this team could be this good. And they can be. And do you know what? We won a derby. There's a bit of passion back. Let's not get carried away. I did say, and I'm retracting it now, that if we made the playoffs, I'd do the podcast at the Mankini. I'm not. All right? It's not fair on anyone. Well, and it would be a massively wrong thing to do. I'm getting a bit worried because we look like we can now go on and beat anyone. We do, but I, I think it, it, we can get a maximum of 77 points, if my maths is correct. To get in the playoffs, you know, it, it's normally 73, 75 to get sixth place. Uh, that would mean us winning every single game. It's not going to happen. But on- so I think, I think uh, the world is safe. I'm safe. Well, we're safe. I mean, no one else can say. I presume, actually, if you're doing the Mankini, someone would have to film it, wouldn't they? <laughs> you're having a friggin' laugh, aren't you? <laughs> you're a big friggin' microphone for that. Anyway, carry on. I wasn't there on Saturday. I had to work. So one derby, I was at Twickenham for the yeah, rugby. So you had to work. You had to work at Twickenham watching England work. I know, yeah, but I'd much rather be at QPR. But, you know, the one derby I didn't go to, they, they won 3-0. So I thought I would jinx. But, but I did, it didn't surprise me too much when I looked at the lineups. Hill and Fallen both playing. We beat them. Neither of those two were playing when we, when we got you know, dicked by Fulham a few weeks ago. No, Fallen was. No, he wasn't. Oh, he's sorry, he's got he's yeah. Hill, I, I Hill's on the bench. Fulham, yeah, because he, he came on three-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say something really sad about Fulham? Yes, I'm gutted if they stay up by one point. That's my line. Oh, that's my line. even if they stay up by six, we could have no, sent them down. I'll be destroyed. I really, I want them the to six go points down. Got against us going to keep them up. Well, I think no, Rotherham, Rotherham. Oh yeah. I'd love Neil, it. Neil, uh, I'd love Neil, it if Warnock. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I just hope Warnock sends him down, heaps Rotherham up. Could Fulham and Brentford both go down? It's possible. No, yeah. uh, it was quite funny that. They're seven points clear with Brentford. Well, Charm beat Middlesbrough, didn't they? So, um, hey. Derby Derby fans must hate uh, Warnock because <laughs> we came back two oh, two. No, yeah. <laughs> no, remember we came back from two 0 down. 91st and 94th minute against Derby a couple yes. of years ago Warnock was in charge oh, okay. of that yeah. <laughs> I just mentioned two a quick thing sorry Chris I know you're yeah, on no, the show no, so. yeah. but one thing I'm really proud about is the wee bit of humour come back at Rangers as well like <laughs> against Derby your man it must have been his worst game ever but oh, you're one yeah, of our own yeah, yeah. I mean proper quality giving it to them and then on Saturday as well 3-0 in your big day out well done Rangers fans you have brought the atmosphere back to Rangers it's, it, now that's what you do because you can't People go on message boards and write songs and do all these daft things. The best things are always spontaneous. Are they oh, not? Yeah, definitely. I think one of the greatest things what I see about Saturday is, and he, he didn't have a really good start, but how confident he looks in goal. Oh, he's much better. He just seems to come for every ball. He was a young keeper, and it's very hard on keepers move clubs at that age. And he got a very good write-up at, at um, Huddersfield. But he looked absolutely in control of his back four, catching the ball with confidence... And he looks like an absolute steal for that. So I know we paid a lot of money for him, but I think he's been an absolute superstar. He can kick as well, can he? Yeah, he, he looks fantastic, the kid, I've got to say. I'm, yeah. I'm, we're, we're talking of talking chance. I thought it was slightly harsh when every time they keep out of Rickett, the, uh, <laughs> uh, the people on the chance in green, though. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it was funny because his interview came out the night before, wasn't it? Yeah, well, and was, uh, I mean, comfortably you, the best you goalie. the person, him, in, him himself, that, for letting that go the night before at London Derby, to be honest because if he'd been shoved out on a Monday evening stand or something like that, it, it wouldn't have got the press release did, and also to keep your fans, it just it would have passed. Well, I mean, I mean that's yeah. not. I mean, it's not up to him when it goes out. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, if the, the Daily Mail, he might have done that like, two weeks two ago, and they could sit on it and then yeah. put it out for maximum impact. Which, to be fair, what it, it got? What it got? I mean, there was. You know, the, 
all, all the message boards I saw, they, there was all, there was reference to it, and I, I think it's, it's one of those weird. I, I think there's some people, you know, going uh, completely forgetting that he he did actually make a few important saves for us, and he was probably instrumental in keeping us in a few big games, including you know maybe the playoff final against Derby. So he's a real, real. We speak to him. He's a real top guy. He's been yeah. on the podcast. Right. He's, he's been on here. He's a great person, yeah. as you know, and he doesn't take. I'm going to say something there. He doesn't take any free tickets to QPR or anything like that. He pays for his mum and dad's season ticket himself. Right. For his mum and dad to go, yeah, and things like that. And, and like, all his family, he does, like, kids' football clubs, like, like birthdays. I mean, he's a real top guy. Yeah. I think so, fortunately, like, it's modern football, how he's been treated, I think, is probably... Why we couldn't just let him go on free transfer in the transfer window, I, I don't quite understand that. Let him go, Yeah. Obviously, there's financial, but that's modern football. It's all about finance. Well, I, think, I, think, I think part of them, from what I can gather, that he wouldn't have gone. He was going, really? he, was, he would have, could have gone to Palace, but again, I don't know if this is 100% correct, mm. but, but, but Palace wouldn't pay you know, all of his wages. Yeah. Um, it's about money, isn't it? It's not about it's, football, isn't it? Maybe it's sort of new hardline QPR, like take it or leave it type response, which in some ways is, is quite good. But I, 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 yeah, I so, mean, it's, 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 a, it's a difficult one because, you know, I mean, if. if Somebody's paying me, you know, yeah. Whatever. I'd be lucky, you know, to get, you know, if someone's paying me a grand a week and then, you know, the other person offers me 500 quid to go somewhere else, then... I think the thing is, Chris, to be fair, it's not his fault. Whoever was doing the QPR contracts at that time is an Egypt of the highest order because it wasn't just Robert Green, it was other players. They played so many games... They, they they got a contract, yeah, which is ridiculous, and it's no incentive either for players. And he's just a victim of bad administration. Um, he's done a lot of good things for QPR. Um, we've got a new keeper who's doing really well, and hopefully Green can find the club and can carry on playing. But I have to say that picture from Sterling into space was um, like quite an es- Eskimo frozen it was, out. No, it was almost more. It was almost Morrissey like, wasn't it? The boy with the thorn oh, on the side. One. No, but that, that, that photograph was quite... You know, he's sitting there and you feel... And I do feel sorry for because every player obviously wants to play. But he hadn't had the best of seasons. We're doing better now. We've got more... You can see where the club is going. The structure's better. And I think we've got a younger keeper who will do more, more beneficial to play oh, for the rest of the season. Brilliant. And he is. And, he, he, and to be brilliant. fair, he shouts a hell of a lot more as well. Yeah. Which Daily, is really Daily Mail's turning into like the publication of choice for QPR players who just need to... Who are just out of the team and want to say something, you know, like to Rab to put in his shirt up there this time last year. Just wonder who's, who's, who's it going to be next year. Um, well, I think one of the other reasons, um, as well as the ones I've already mentioned that can coincide with our run of form, is uh, I hate to say it, but uh, Paul Koncheski out the side. We've won three out of the last four, and it's coincided with him not being in the team. Now, this isn't a slight on Paul Koncheski at all. He's a great player, and I don't dispute that he gives everything when he's on the pitch unlike some other players I could mention but I just think old father times caught up with him um, and it's just a revelation with Perch who's been getting pelters all season moving to left back and suddenly uh, he's, he's doing the Perch business Perch looking like a footballer isn't he yeah exactly I mean, I mean he was like I wouldn't put him in my my under 11s team at the beginning of the start of the season no quite like, I, mean, I mean apparently Wigan were really like superbly Grateful to get him off the record books, even though he'd been he'd been a record player books. of the season. I record think, books, because yeah. no, he was a record <laughs> at the time. He's the high, highest oh, okay. owner. Oh, I yeah. see. I thought you'd say to Norris McGurder there. Whatever he's called. Norris <laughs> <McQuirter>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to have Norris McSquirter in Viz, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that's a different anyway, story. Yeah. 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 Um, do you know the weird thing is about Paul Kaczewski, I'll be honest with you. The stuff he got on Twitter was wrong. His kid. Was on a Chelsea shirt. Oh God, no! I'm not talking no, about no, any I'm, of I'm, that. No, no, but no. and he got pelters for that. He shouldn't have done because you, you, your children, your children. 
Although, I'd, 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 if, if my daughter came home in a Chelsea shirt, I'd probably leave home. Um, <laughs> that's another story. But, you know, but he has not been a good player. And it's a shame because we've got younger players out in lawn that I would have liked to see him play in his position and give him a go. But Perch switching over, it's worked. I've got to say, Hill moving back in the middle. Your man, Angelic, looks a completely different player with Hill. Absolutely yeah. high fiving each other at half time, right, yeah. talking to each other all the time. He is absolutely that's, looking like that's held leadership coming through as a leg. How much better is it? He's actually heading the ball now. Yeah, well, whereas before he wasn't. I yeah, mean, that's true. It, it, it's an amazing I mean, difference. How, how tall is he? Six foot. He know. didn't like heading though, did no, he? No, no, he wasn't Maybe I think it was his hair. He didn't like getting it dirty. I think. I but know. also, do you notice as well on Saturday when when Brentford tried to kick it off with a wee bit of trouble at the start of the second half? They got a, before Rangers players would have walked away from that on Saturday. They were straight in there, yeah. fighting for each other again. There's, there's something's changed, and it's a welcome change. Well, and also you had um, you also, sorry, Chris. Um, you, you also had the fans. I think it was the first first time I properly heard it at home singing J- uh, Jimmy's Blue and White first Army against Derby. Yeah. And then it was there was a more sustained. You know, there was lots of Jimmy, Jimmy, give us a wave and all that. I think. And uh, what what is you know I mean going back to your your, your point about uh, the Mankini I mean there were a few people saying we can make the playoffs now I mean let's face it we can't make the playoffs the most important thing are you scarred by that Chris why can't we make the playoffs uh, yeah 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 because <laughs> he's going to wear Mankini yeah, scarred, yeah that's why yeah, we can't yeah. we can't make the playoffs uh, and and if we're looking in danger of making them the last season I'll, I'll ensure there's some way that uh, no but I mean generally speaking we, yeah we uh, it's pretty pretty unlikely we can make the playoffs but we're safe we've got fifty points we're not going to go down it's not a bad thing is it and I. I I think that's good. I've been banging on about this for weeks, and I think now we can, you know, now we can relax and, and we're a lot fitter again. Another thing against Brentford, you know, last well, the 10, 15 there. minutes we'd have crumbled. Not, I mean, you know, we we, we, we'd have let some goals in. And looking good now, but nine players, first team players out of contracts in the summer. Big worry, isn't it? It is a worry because yeah. a lot, some of those players are on big money um, for the championship, certainly like Hoylet, um, Matty Phillips, probably. What do you do at the end of them? Would you, you know, keep Hoylet? Well, it depends whether he, you know, I don't know how much he's earning, but presumably they won't want to pay us. pay him what he's on now for another three year no. deal. So he could just bugger off to China or somewhere else if he wanted to. There'll be Premier League clubs who want to sign Matty Phillips. He hasn't been great recently, to be honest. But I don't, I don't know who are the other players who are out. Oh, so you got, you got, you got, you got the, the three teams going out from the Championship who'll be looking for players exactly anyway, with the big massive bonuses they're going to get this year round. Yeah. So there'd be plenty of takers for, for both of the two players. Is Matty Phillips out of contract? No, he's not. Oh, is he not? Okay. Yeah, but he's been offered, he was offered up for sale because of his wages, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he'll be one that will go, or we'll have to make a decision there because there will be Premier League clubs after him. Do you know what? That's maybe not a bad thing. We can go back to basics, which is what we seem to be doing in some ways, and just rebuild in, in a different manner because getting these, these casts off Premiership players has done us no favours whatsoever. So... Let's try the old tried and tested. Shut up, Paul. Get out. Um, <laughs> go back to the tried and tested method of getting hungry players in. I like to see. Poulter's is, 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 well is it me yeah. or, or, or anyone else? But would it be not, should Washington go wide? Well, I mean, he certainly shouldn't be um, the the the, uh, the lone target man like he was at MK Dons or, or played up front because he can't. obviously he's, that's not his game. Um, he's. He's, I mean, I think he's a good player. I mean, he shows sight. I mean, what he needs is a goal, really. I think he okay. needs, yeah. Um, and he needs minutes on the pitch, though. Yeah, and exactly. He needs, he needs minutes on the pitch. Yeah, and the minutes of the pitch is what, I mean... Now we're safe. Yeah. He's got to play, hasn't he? Well, talk, yeah. I next agree. season, you've got to build... I agree with that. I agree with that. Three-season starts now. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. But I also, um, with, with Hoyler, I mean, Clive, the old cynic that he is when he was on last time, and, and a lot of people have said that, have said that he's only started playing now because his contract expires in the summer and he either wants to get a new one or he's putting himself in the shop window. And OK, that might be part of it, but I'm more of the, of the ilk that it's the fact he's got a decent run in the side for quite mm-hmm. a while. He's, and, and the manager's shown... I think he's a confidence like player. He, yeah. he looks a completely different player. That's exactly it, yeah. Starts a game, yeah. finishes the game. Yeah. He was in and out. Well, Cherry's got three goals in his last four games. Yeah. Hoylet's, I mean, okay, Hoylet's been, been, been... He's got six goals now, which he's one away for equally his best ever title really? ever. Bloody which hell. Which was seven for Blackburn. Right, yeah. okay. When, when, when we bought him, so he's now in his best form, equaling ever. Yeah. yeah so he, he's getting there. So, I mean, you know what? I know everybody can say about players playing for contracts and modern football, and it's, it's, um, it's a horrible thing out there, but he's, it is what it is, and... I think I think yeah. I, I think Hoylet when he's played is has has tried. I, I don't you know. I mean, he might have been out of condition a bit if I'm thinking back at one one time or another. But certainly this season, he looks to have looks to been trying. I, I, I and, and, and yeah, and I, I think I don't go- know about that, Chris. I think I think he's been in. Uh, I think he. No, I'm talking about this season particularly. He seems mm. to. Have... But, then, he, but I... then when he was in and out, it was literally because he was in and out. He'd he have a couple of crap yeah. games and they'd just, just take him out. Like, yeah. Yeah. He, just, he just strikes me as someone who's like a real confidence player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I think, yeah. to, be, to be honest with you, I think he's worth keeping on if we agree a decent fee. Yeah, well, this he, is and it. And keep his hunger. But, but I'll tell you one thing, and this is true, I think. If anybody else has scored the goal we scored against Derby with Cherry. It would have been all over Sky Sports. Yeah. It'd be goal of the season. That start that was Barcelona style yeah. from the keeper. It's like, it's amazing it's goal. Amazing goal. Why was it never? You know, I was watching TV thinking this is going to be replayed and replayed and replayed. I don't think I ever seen it. I had to go ridiculous. I, I know we're biased, but really, I mean, that was a, that was a perfect. I know. Welcome goal. to the championship. You know, that's the that's the that's the biased. thing, isn't it? I don't know, know Chris. Even I so. mean, would Vardy's goal have been shown that many times if it had been scored against oh, against mm. Barnsley in the in League One or whatever? Well, perhaps we should ask Gareth Ainsworth about that. No, oh, interview him. That's but his, his goals against. Um, Washington Diamonds. Well, do you know what? That's the perfect link, Paul. Let's go. Mm-hmm. To, let's speak to Gareth Ainsworth now. Hi, Gareth. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Good. Good win at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Much needed as well. You know, we had a couple of defeats on the road, um, and, and a home form seems to turn around this season. So it's, uh, that's nice to know. It's just that we've taken these points away now. We've got a couple of long away trips this week. Accrington and Carlisle, and, uh, and it's, it's important now to uh, just pick something up out of those games. Just the home form seems to be going well. Well, talking of goal scorers, mate, I've heard there's one person around the, the, the team who scored a double hat trick recently for Finch, for Finch Hampstead. In fact, uh, I think it might have been you.
No. Blimey. Brilliant. Listen, mate. Just before I hand you over to the others that are here, um, uh, there was a there was a on on that game the uh, the fifteen nil where you got the double hat trick. There's a guy called Clive Whittingham who's sort of the podcast fifth Beatle type thing. He uh, he does it. He's uh, the editor of one of the fan sites at QPR, and he he wrote uh, that's just what you effing need, isn't it? Hung over to shut your shite, hanging out of your ass, blinking into the light, half eleven Sunday morning in the freezing cold. Agreed to turn out for your mates team because they're short, hobble out to left back and hope nobody passes to you, only dis- to discover you're marking Gareth Ainsworth, a former professional who once had to run off a spiral fracture of his shin bone. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, I couldn't have put it any better than that, so thank you, Clive. I'm still putting to the opposition. Hang on. Sorry, Gareth, we're, we're having to shuffle over. Hello, Gareth. It's uh, Paul Finney here, the Irish fella. How are you keeping the Irish? Very good, thanks, yeah. Good, man. What's, um, how's Michael getting on down at your gaff these days? Sorry? How's Michael Harriman getting on at your gaff these days? Yeah, he's, he's uh, for me, he's, uh, he's one of the fans of the season. You know, like you say, I think he's, uh, he was a snip from Rangers. I was, I was so glad that, uh, you know, I had a good relationship with Jimmy Floyd and, and uh, Team like you played in them days with, with, with Kevin and, and Mark and that, the spirit.
I'm still pissed. That was naughty. That was really naughty. Most QPR fans would agree that um, that day at Hillsborough is probably one of the best as a QPR fan. Um, uh, speaking to some of the players from that team, uh, they said that um, it was almost a blessing that you went out that year instead of the one before. Um, just looking at the QPR squad now, do you think there is an outside chance they can make the playoffs? Do you think that would come a season too soon and maybe they should wait? You know, it would be better to go up next year? speaking um, two, yeah, good, good to speak to you always good to speak to a QPR of rock legends uh, I've got two questions for you are you still playing the band? Truthful answer out here. That goal of Russia and Diamonds, was it a cross? Yeah, it was. 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 It was.
No. 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 Crane Holloway always said it was a cross to me, so I don't know. Who to. <laughs> Sex Pistols' first gig, isn't it? This way, honestly, it is. But I was there because my mum actually lives uh, about four miles from Russell. That's the one and only game my, my brother's ever been to. Uh, and I think he just assumes there's goals because you that those two goals the first one was number one in the ITV goal season, yeah, the, season. the second one was number three. So, I mean, that's not. showed a few people at work today I was going to ask you this because people are still banging on which was a great goal Jamie Vardy's against Liverpool this season probably be goal of the season and I said to them well I, th- I think that you'll find there's one that was scored a few years earlier that's just as good as that and I showed them and they were like, pretty knocked out so nah, that's true, but I wish mine had been against <laughs> well no I know that but they all count mate they all count to be fair the rest of the fans clapped <laughs> Simon Mignonet wouldn't have saved it, mate. Just before you go, we're, we're playing um, Preston on Saturday, which is one of your former clubs. I, 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 I know you had quite a few clubs, but. Do you, I was just going to say, first of all, do you? Um, I, I know I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone, and most QPR fans will every week look out for Wickham uh, to see how they're getting on because of you. Probably Cambridge because of Sean Derry. I mean, is it the same for a player? For I mean, I know you're obviously going to say QPR was the most special to you, but uh, which is the right answer. But but the, the rest of the rest of your clubs, do you sort of keep a little eye out for them?
Here is Paul Finney comes to the chair just to give you the last question. <laughs> it's only me again, Gareth. Um, listen, you're one of the few players I will say thank you to. Um, but seriously, <laughs> Paul Finney, I thank you. <laughs> I never thank Steve Morrow. Um, anyway, ignore that, Gareth. But listen, seriously, you, that that team. Um, a generation of fans will always be grateful for what you've done and what them players done because we were really in the shit, putting it mildly, with administration and everything, and you guys pulled us right out of it. And you gave us the right to dream again and have some celebrations. So thank you very much, and best of luck to Wickham. I hope you um, you guys get, go up this season. Yeah, do you know what? If I can thank every single QBR fan that, that's got us through those years, I'll do it tonight as well on the, on the podcast. It's there uh, that you played just as much part as we did. Uh, without you, we wouldn't have been able to do what we did. So uh, it goes both ways. I just, uh, just glad the club's back on a, a sound footing. And, uh, and you know, close to the big time. So uh, all the best for everything at QBR. And uh, like I said, you never know. One day uh, we can get with your mind up to, to compete. But at the moment, I'll, uh, I'll just keep putting away and waiting. Cheers, mate. Good and, man. Uh, um, so six the last week before last three this week. So I reckon you'll get nine next Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you take that take care mate bye bye I mean it was just that squad was unbelievable I mean you know it loads of characters that ball that was the thing wasn't it was it characters or was it that we could relate to them better I don't know yeah I, it's probably a bit of both, but I mean to be fair, on Saturday this team, this stage? team, this team looked pretty together. I mean, okay, you can look pretty together, but but you know, there's a bit no, more. That's, and that's probably again, like you said, because Clint's in the team. Although I've got to say, Matty Phillips, I've defended him time and time again on the podcast, you know, and you know, made the point that he's that sort of player who sort of drifts in and out and then can produce a moment of magic, which I stand by. But on Saturday, he, he didn't seem really getting involved in he the celebrations much, and and I, I you know, I, it didn't seem like. He was uh, on fire particularly. I, I don't know. Paul? Yeah. I mean, Paul. Or both, either Paul. Well, the thing is, I think with, with Matu, it's probably time for him to move on for himself and for QPR. Yeah. I, think, I think the relationship's got to a stage where it's, um, it's best if both go separate ways and he can, he, can, he can go down the road he wants and we can go down the road we, we want because I think he's frustrated. I think he needs to get away. You don't really know what he feels at the moment, though. He hasn't, it's not like he comes out, he's had an interview and black, b- black Blackbird away. Tells you everything you want to know about Matty Phillips when the transfer window was just about to shut. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, crikey. That's a, just uh, ignore that. That's just a little <laughs> ding from my phone. Um, but, okay, so, all right, Matty Phillips aside, though, uh, for whatever reason, but I, I thought generally the team looked, you know, a lot to, together. And I think, like you said, Clint had a lot to do with it. And, I, I mean, we touched on Clint Hill earlier on. 
but I mean, like you say, this guy, um, like Gareth Ainsworth, who, 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 you know, ran off a broken leg that, or tried to run off a broken leg that time. I mean, Clint Hill was basically playing on one leg uh, against, against Derby minutes, and probably half a leg against uh, Brentford, and yet he still lasts the 90 minute. And, and, and man of the match without questioning Derby, hadn't played for two months, gets into the Championship Team of the Week. Uh, and on Saturday, where there was probably half a dozen man of the matches, which bodes well, but he was definitely one of them. Can I mention one more thing about Gareth Ainsworth? I'm sorry for ruining it tonight by going all over the place, but who was it we were playing once, and he actually did a diving header to someone's boot as they were clearing the ball? Oh, Does anyone God. remember this? Yeah, I do, yeah. Or did I dream this? No, he did. And it was the most insane thing I've ever seen in a football pitch in my life. And um, Sunday leaving, I'm getting it. My head went down here. Proper ma- mad, proper mad. Yeah, it I, was, yeah. And he had it actually off his boot, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry, carry on, Chris. No, he, he's, he's like a little puppy, wasn't he, on the pitch, Gareth Ainsworth? I think he's a lot tougher than people give him credit for. No, absolutely, yeah. And, and those, that, that, you know, for the record, that, 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 that goal, I mean, that was definitely not a cross. <laughs> Paul? No. <laughs> no way. No. no way on earth was that a cross. <laughs> you mate. speak to um, in Holloway, man. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to um, mention one thing, like the Derby game, because that took place as well. Um, and I got to say, in that, in that game, I was I was I was looking at Poulter, and I was thinking, yeah, he's trying hard, but he, you know, he, he wasn't, get, you know, he wasn't converting into you know goals, and wasn't doing that much. And I started to think, should we, shouldn't we? But then on Saturday, wow! I mean, that was just amazing. He he was just he's not the most gifted of players, but he he, he can't just, fault his work right. No, and and he was yeah. just like so busy. He was just frightening the life out of those Brentford defenders, and he got his just desserts with a goal, and he's starting to turn into a bit of a cult hero, I think. I think the thing is, Rangers fans, I've read it all season, and you've read it, we've talked about this, Paul, and yes, Bob. Yeah. Not that we ever go to Have Bob. Have <laughs> Never. Jesus, not me. Um, and everyone says QPR expectations as fans are way too high. That's rubbish or not. We just want people who try. And we've always been like that. We, we will back anyone who tries and gives 100%. That's why we love that team with Ainsworth and that. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely, yeah. Because they tried. Exactly. They might have lost one week, but they tried the next week, do you know what I mean? But I'm not having yeah. it that our oh, fans' expectations are too high sometimes. Well, you, you, you need a manager they want to play for as well. And Hasselbank, they all seem to be playing for him, which is a good sign. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and the thing is as well, you know, the people who wanted Hasselbank out after five games, I think, you know... it. it QBR has been a bit of a basket case club, to, to, to coin a phrase used by many. And, and we see in Lee Hoos um, and in, in Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, we seem to have got two people um, who, who might be sorting it out. Famous last words. So I think next season, if we can... Like Ainsworth said, it takes a while for a manager to come in and work out what's, what's wrong and what's right. And with Warnock, you know, he'd been there before. He had kind of an immediate effect, but... If he had stayed for longer, who knows what it would have panned out long term. But, yeah. you know, I think it's anything that we must agree with what Neil Warnock has done at Rotherham. He is the best championship manager of all time. Oh, without street. a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. And, and he can get a team with nothing. Uh, he can get something out of anybody. Do you know what I mean? So, if Warnock had stayed, you never know what could have happened. Yeah? But again, but, was, would it have been a time to build a long term future on? Probably not. Well, not yeah. He even admitted on Saturday, Warnock. He said, "You know, this is this is where I belong. The championship. This is why I love it. This yeah. <laughs> where loves the blood and the thunder of it." And, and uh, to be honest, like Derby should have signed him. Yeah, if they wanted to go up, they should have signed him. Not who they're talking to at the moment. Oh, which, uh, yeah, of course, Harry yeah, Redknapp. Harry yeah. Redknapp. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Redknapp, the director of football. Harry Redknapp, who famously said. Uh, what's the point of directors of football? You know, yeah, he's going to get a private yeah. jet from Sandbanks. Yeah. Knees up, high red yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, fellas, it's been fantastic, but we're coming to that end of the show. So we're coming to the R's end. Paul Hull, have you got one of those? <laughs> I, do, I, do, I was coming first, but I'm, 
All I can say, really, to be honest, yeah, is this season, is I just cast my mind back to the when the kit was revealed, yeah. And um, Les Ferdinand stood up on stage and says, um, one of our main aims this season is not to do what Wigan done this season, yeah, or last season, should say. And obviously, and I think the club's expectations have gone up, down, and all of a sudden it was like promotion. This, thing. it's just I personally say pre-season just start now. Let's let's get the youngsters in. I know we can't get a lot of them back on loan now, because that's gone. And and all these players we got on loan, whatever, just start putting to one side, build for next season. Yeah, the playoffs I think are a distraction personally. Let's see how many points we can get on the board, and get and let's get some atmosphere back at off this road. Saturday was a good start. Yeah, we haven't got that many huge games left at off this road. I think. Bristol City end the season could be quite interesting if they need Ooh, yeah. if they could they need some points. But they go, well, what, can you imagine what could happen if we beat Crystal City and Fulham stay up? Do you know what I mean? It could, it could be one of them, couldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Bristol City, they always get frog marched down Huntsbridge Road. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think I, I think it's always a good atmosphere against Bristol City. I'm, I'm looking forward to that game. The others are, and they just, it's, it's, I think it's going to peak it out a little bit. But Chrissy boy, um, I haven't really got an Oz end related to QPR, but it was not, I just want to say I watched the. Um, Football League highlight show and it was good to see Tommy Smith on there. Yeah, it was good quality, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good as well, wasn't it? It was good value, yeah. It's got one of the greatest goals ever on my birthday. Did he? When we beat Watford away. Oh, oh yeah, 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 of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, scored, he scored at Everton as well, didn't he? Yeah, okay, yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll give Paul the last words. Uh, so um, I'll, just, I'll just go through mine. Um, there's a couple. First of all, um, before the Derby game, I knew we were going to win because uh, on the morning of the game, I was behind a tow truck well, this is it all, really. And the car on the back had the number plate OBZ at the end. <laughs> and I thought... I was it was a done deal. Yeah. And so, yeah, I thought, hang on, I think we're going to... I didn't have any money on it, unfortunately. But uh, And the second one is, um, if I could just call it up uh, on my Twitter feed, because someone, uh, someone texted it, tweeted it, tweeted it, tweeted it to me. Um, this guy called Ted, uh, who I know, I saw in the pub the other day. Um, and, uh, it, well, his name's Ted Evans, Tevins, uh, if you like. Um, and he said he's got his uh, a neighbour of his, his, his or oh, his nephew. Sorry, God, I'm, I'm see I'm reading this while I'm looking at it. Called Zach, who's a top player. He could play for QPR one day. A little twelve year old, and he saw Les so Les the other day, and so uh, so Les said he'd have a look at him. So it's just a reminder to uh, come down, Les, have a look at this kid. He saw you in the C club and told you about him before he gets poached by Fulham or uh, any of the other ones. There you go. That's it. Our coaching is abysmal at the moment, and scouting. Supposedly, obviously, already, yeah, a, a lot of spare for them. We don't get out, we, they just don't get out whatsoever at all. Let's end on a better note. Yeah, okay, <laughs> Finny. No, honestly. Right. <laughs> Let's hope they've got better scouts and custard. Um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, um, my eyes end's a bit weird because um, anyone that's been following me on Twitter and, and, and knows me knows my mum's really ill. And um, it's been a rough old week. And um, I just want to thank all the QPR fans who have been wishing me well about mum and, and talking about her. And also, Mandy and Colette Miles, I cannot thank you enough for your advice and help because that advice and help has been amazing to my mum. And, um, yeah, just thank them, really. And just um, one other thing I would like to say, it's nice to see a wee bit of atmosphere back at Rangers. Mm. Without a shadow of a doubt, the last two games, keep it going. Just whatever happens at Rangers, it's always about just your friends your community and having a laugh sometimes the football can just ruin all that 
just be part of the community again, get Rangers back to where it belongs. And um, hopefully we'll have a good fans forum on Tuesday and um, get some serious questions answered. Build for next season. Nice one. And finally, quick round the table, Preston predictions. Start with you, Finney. I actually called Saturday right. I said 3-0. You did, yes. And um, I nearly shat myself when it came true because <laughs> I, I never get these things right. I didn't, I didn't bet. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't bet on it either, which is stupid. Like, So I should have bet on it and ridiculous. All I want... Sword to predictions for Saturday because I don't really care. Can I just say my little last one thing to Brentford fans? Ha! Carry on. <laughs> Paul Hull, whose surname can't be coloured in. <laughs> That's very, very true. Um, I'm going for one all. Okay. I think I think that we've, we've, they press them a good bit of form as yeah, well. No, they, yeah, yeah. And um, I think we got nick a point. I think it's a good result personally. So one all would do me fine, Chris. Yeah, they don't concede a lot of goals, Preston. So I'll just go for a one nil to QPR later okay. on. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going for one nil QPR as well, uh, but not uh, early on. And we'll, uh, oh, one we'll, last we'll thing, stick sorry. It out. Clint Hill header, obviously. And um, Linda Fitzgerald, I hope your dad gets better soon as well. Thank you very much. This has been wonderful. the QPR podcast. Open all ours. See you next week. QPR.